This is Ozzy Guillen Jr., and you're listening to the Bean Guillen Podcast on La Vida Baseball. Happy Friday, and welcome back to Bean Guillen here in the Guillen Cave. Oni, looking like he is a, a lawyer, and Ozzy, looking like he just uh, came South from Sider. A South Sider. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I have, I have a other uh, job other than La Vida Baseball and Bean Guillen, so I, I was... In the work attire before this, so I just stay dressed. You look nice, though. You, you get any tickets coming down here? No, okay. I, I I slow down when it says uh, uh, there's a lot of schools around here, so it says. I'm no, talking about Fifty Five. Oh no 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 okay. no. So no tickets from the man in the suit, but let's do this right away. Doing it for the gram. This past week was a week that was special. Two out of the three men in the show are fathers. Uh, only. To not, eventually become a father. Yes, not that I know. Of. Not that he knows. Might have some in Boston. You might know Caracas. You <laughs> Boston. Boston. Well, honestly, I, I might have. If we're gonna do that. I might have one in every city. Oh wow. Yes, um, I am the, the Babe Ruth when it comes to that kind of stuff. Oh, well, okay. Well, uh, wow. doing it for wow. was the Babe Ruth. Ruth. Okay. Was the Babe Ruth. I'm doing it for the gram. Um, it's uh, you know, we're gonna do uh a celebration. It was not only doing it for the gram for Father's Day. But it was also the biggest shindig in the Guillen household, the kids' birthday party. Uh, 75-plus guests with children. Uh, half of Miami came up, which is our family. And some of California. And we had uh, the Game 4 winner of the World Series, who sits back there, Mr. Freddie Garcia, in town, visiting. So it was a past weekend. Ozzy, what does Father's Day mean to you? Obviously, you have a father. You're a father. You're a grandfather. What does it mean to you? Other than you weren't working, which usually – Happens on that day. That's the first time ever, ever that I remember I'm not working. You know, most of the time, most of Father's Day in my career, it was the uh, same one because we had to be in the ballpark 10 o'clock in the morning after the game. Sometimes I was in the road. Sometimes I was home, kind of different way. And besides that, you know, I was working in a ESPN the same way. And this year was the first time I spent in my house. It was cool. It was nice. I got the first time I can have the grandkids and play with them because my f- before that they just there, but they don't know they was there. Now they they old enough to know. And we in grandpa house and we enjoyed. I think I enjoyed to have everybody around the house, especially with, we got crazy boy from Miami. Uh, that's the first time we spent a Father's Day all together with the grandkids and all you guys. Well, everyone, Ozzy was in town, so I love Father's Day especially. Obviously, I'm a father. It's a special one when you're a dad and the kids, you know. They write their scribbles on a card, and your wife says really nice things about you. But I love Father's Day because pictures like this get to happen. Uh, Father's Day, if your dad got to play at home, it was a time where a day that, you know, your manager can't Terry Bevington you and get mad at you for bringing your kids to the stadium. It's or a, Drake LaRoche, Drake LaRoche. Yeah, it's like I, they I expect you to be there. So. Baseball, it's a one thing that uh, you can uh, bring your kids to the ballpark. Yeah, they bring your kid to work. And day. it's more like a, a family environment. Uh, the kids' party was was great. It was a huge success. Very good. The taco cart was a huge success. They had live animals. Uh, everybody was in town. It was great. I mean, we stayed we stayed up till like four a.m. If you follow the Being Game page, it was fun. I think Evie's work is still. Well, I say so. So thank you, Evie. Yeah, thank, thank you, Ibis. my wife Sarah. Thank you to my mother in law. Yeah, thank you to thank the aunts, uh, everybody, Carla, Maritza, everybody that every, every, party, Elisa, everyone, yeah. everybody that was there. Uh, his wife, my my uncle, and my it was crazy. It was a packed weekend. My cousin was, was, was my little cousin was here visiting. Uh, what hopefully from from uh, they're from New York, and my other little cousin was here to visit uh, schools to go to college. So a very packed weekend, and again. And like in the Guillen households, we always talk about baseball. And this week, it was the, deba- the debut 
of the biggest name to come out in the 2021 season. Uh, a debut that's followed by names like Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Juan Soto, Ronald Acuna, Fernando Tatis. That list of five guys to six guys that have been this big in making their debut, Bo Bichette, uh, falls in the arms of a young man named Wander Franco, who basically goes deep in his first game in the big leagues. We have his dad going nuts. Uh, the best part of this was not the best baseball entrance because he did not enter in a helicopter like Pablo Sandoval did in but Venezuela. The one. But the second one. He came in a Rolls Royce to the stadium in Tampa. Oh, and uh, he went deep. Where did he from? Dominican? I think he might be Cuban. Cuban. Cuban background. Cuban background. But he went deep. Three-run home run. To uh to win the to to not to win the game to almost take the lead, what how do you deal with when a guy is when a prospect not only is he making a debut but he's such a big deal that he's like the biggest thing in baseball they're already giving him praises even before he takes a one at bat how do you deal with that as a manager? Hey, you know what I do as a manager? Look at Jermaine Mercedes. That's all how you do. Look at it. Well, time out, time. I'm, time out, time. I'm gonna say this real quick. Jermaine Mercedes. This guy. This guy is the Jermaine, Jermaine Mercedes. Was a prospect in the eyes of the White Sox, Jermaine's mother, and himself. Okay, he's, know, like, he's, not, he's not a he's not a making a debut at 20 years old. He's got a face only a mother can love. <laughs> I said, you know what? Is it funny because people think about it? You know what? To me, I don't care how you approach the ballpark, how you dress to get into the ballpark. To me, is what you can bring to the ballpark. That's what I'm saying. No way. So you're a big prospect, but this guy is like you with social media, like literally. People well, on other teams were like writing about him. Like, I, what is he I, coming? I knew who he was last year because I started looking. First of all, one look at this guy; his uniform looks great. He looks amazing. He looks like the, a, the test. The he eye passes test. the eye test. He looks outstanding, kind of like a Pantera but bigger. He looks outstanding. He's also going into an organization that is a Tampa Bay Rays. They have a very rich history of drafting great players: Carl Crawford, Josh Hamilton. This, Longoria. This guy, Long, Evan Longoria. This the guy. Picture, uh, Harper, it was in there. Well, he's got bad cars out there, guy. Yeah, they have a Price. bunch of guys. They Price. have Price. This guy is probably is going to be a good MLB guy, a good MLB player. Is he going to be a superstar? We don't know. We have to see how, how it works out. Did he look good in his first game? Absolutely. If you show up to a Rolls Royce, I don't know if it's his or if it's a buddy's. It doesn't matter. It doesn't he, matter. He showed up in style. I guarantee you your first MLB game, you didn't show up in a Rolls Royce. Did you own a car? I don't. First year? I don't. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You don't know how to drive. No, by the way, I don't know. I just, I did this. I started driving my first time. It was in the big league like 15 days later. So that means, so that means your debut. So your debut, you don't know how to drive. No, yeah, but I, I, come on. Somebody was driving for me. Did someone? Yeah. Your mom. Did, and Nissan dropped you off? And Nissan Sentra. There you Nissan, go. Nissan Sentra. So from a so Rolls Royce to a Nissan Sentra. Though, 16, big, 16 years in the big leagues. This is the part I'm going to say is about this guy, though. Um, because it happened with Randy at Rosarena. And I make fun of Randy and I shouldn't because this is a problem. Randy got hot in the wrong time for media purposes, meaning everyone thought that he was going to be, the guy was getting votes for MVP. There's only a certain group of guys, and, and Tatis is flirting with this group because he got paid. It doesn't mean that he has that talent, but he's showing that he has. Of that group of guys that are like, even amongst big league players, there's an elite group that potential Hall of Famers, Every year, all stars, the Mike Trouts Trout of the world. Era. It's a group, it's like a VIP group within the big leagues. Is this guy going to be in that group? I don't know yet. I don't know. But is he going to be a big league guy for the next couple years, at least five to six years? Absolutely. I think so. Absolutely. Well, and you know what? We'll talk. And I mean, time will tell how, how it transpires, but we are, I'm going to say we because I include all of us, now include all of us. In society now, we are such prisoners of the moment. What does that mean? That a guy like Yermin 
has two or three weeks at a time. Yeah. And the media hypes them up because we have that power now to talk about stuff. Uh, remember last year, Vladdy Guerrero didn't really get talked about much. You know, and it's now, the best thing that's happened that people forgot his name. Exactly. And, he's like, and it, yeah, they, they weren't talking about these guys a lot. And now they're coming into their own and now they're, you know, developing their superstars. I just think that us and we as society and us people in the media need to, to kind of tone it down a little bit and not give guys so much hype because hopefully Wander Franco doesn't turn out to be another, another Gordon Beckham or another. Well, here's the part guys. though, but here's the part though. Guys like Gordon Beckham, again, no, 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 no. I know what you're going to say. He played the tickets. first round picks. You need to be superstars. Are supposed to be. Well, this was a free agent. I know, no, but, but he's a, this guy's a free agent. So when you look at the MLB roster, there's more guys that no one ever talked about in a big league roster Absolutely. than guys are supposed to be superstars. Because most guys are including, not gonna, Including Mike Trout. Because guys are not going to hit. Mike Trout wasn't a big prospect. Only Mike Trout in a, in a video game video game had a ranking of a D. Yeah. And meaning like he was the worst player Never, in the so I think it's harder to come with a lot of pressure on your too. back, and you might attest to that because you can, they trade you for a Cy Young. They're saying, this guy better be good, or else we just traded a guy that won 20 games. If you suck, Ozzy, when he got traded in 84, there's more pressure on guys that have that number one pick because they have to live up to the t- – or, or like Wander, they have to live up to the hype. So every time they come to hit, people think they're going to hit a, a five-run homer or you know he's got to catch every ball. He's got to do everything perfect. So I feel it's easier to go under the radar like Vladdy did last year compared to, wow, so much Hey, pressure. What's his name, Hayes? Cam, uh, Charlie Hayes' kid. No one talks about no him, but, he's, but he's, 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 he's a solid player. Well. So, you know, you get to test that. When you come and you have a big target on your back, it might be hard to perform. That's why I didn't, be, that's why I didn't play big league baseball. That's why that's why <laughs> I fought so much my ball for Ken Griffey Jr. And oh, Barry yeah, Barry Bob. But those guys, again, those guys okay, those, those, when we went to Cooperstown and we were in the Ogasaga, they were in that room. Okay, that happens the opposite. Frank Thomas's son might be a solid big league player, and he might not be his father because his dad's in a weird box that I think you're in that box as a manager. But even you as a player, like you play 17 years, like you got 1,500 hits in the big leagues, you know, you all-star games, and you even look up to those guys like, man, these guys are like the, the, the creme of la creme of baseball. So that's when you see a superstar. I think that a superstar, when you sign someone to a first-round pick, you need to be a guy that can play big league baseball every single year, at least through the years of arbitration. I think you need to be, every, everyday baseball I think you player. Need to be an above average MLB player for, all-star, all-star, for a decade. For a decade. All-star, all-star. All-star, all-star caliber. When I mean all-star caliber, does not mean that the, your fans vote you in, meaning that every year you're in the conversation of this guy deserves to be there. If you're not in the conversation of you deserve to be there, okay, even if you don't get selected. I have a list of guys that to me are all-stars. They're not selected because they just play on really crappy teams. It's the same way with the, with the, with the uh, Hall of Fame. With the Hall of Fame. I have a thousand oh, yeah. guys in my hand. They should be Hall of Fame. They're not. The Hall of Fame I, think, I think making the All-Star team was harder before they're designed. Oh, yes. Oh, oh for that sure. Is, that's for sure. I think it's – I think it, with the well, fans – Because you can market, because you you can market, market yourself. Tatis Jr. is not that famous. In, in Tatis Jr. in 1980s is not as famous as he is right now. Correct. So I think no. – I think making no – I think oh, like, Anaheim I think, I think I think winning a gold glove, I think making the All-Star game – was much harder in the 90s, in the early 2000s, and in the 80s. Only because no one had the stats. Any stat stat that comes out now? No, because I think that now, I think back then, for you to be picked, you had to be really good because it's, you know, it's like the peer, your peers are picking it. Now, popularity contests, if you are very popular on social media, you're probably going to get a lot of votes. A guy like Eduardo Escobar, he deserved, he might get it this year, but he could have been in the All-Star game too, but he plays in Arizona. 
you know, not super popular. So I think guys like Pui, like I would think this, like if Pui and Bartolo Colon are active, they would get votes for the All Star just because people would want to see them there. And again, I, I and I think that that's how I felt about Otani. Oh, I think this is the first year that Otani is actually showing me that, that he, he deserves, that to, he be deserves to be there. But it's funny because I, I, I was the best shortstop in my era, and I never even. I well, by the way, if you were playing today, all of Twitter that's into analytics. Because that's all they do is call out teams, call out franchises, call out votes. Yeah, call uh, realistically, out, uh, you probably should have made. It's funny, you yeah. should have made seven all. Uh, it's games. funny because uh, it's funny because one day I remember Kike Diaz playing shortstop for me, Walker Brewers. He was in the ballot. All of a sudden, this kid went to Triple A, play OG in Triple A, and he got more votes. He than got you? like seven hundred votes more than me. Well, because well, they, County Stadium. Well, County Stadium, but here's why: because on on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the White Sox will sell out. They won't sell out on Monday. But County Stadium would. But County Stadium would. That's the big difference. The big difference is when when you're talking about voting and 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 being there. Again, the, it's it's changed. The game has changed in that aspect. I think the biggest compliment you've ever gotten on any picture that anyone signed is Cal Ripken Jr. And I wish that we could bring that. Yeah, Someone yeah. can send a picture from Venezuela. He he wrote, uh, and I asked Cal about this in the Hall of Fame. We'll talk about it another day. But he wrote uh, to the real, real shortstop, quasi the real shortstop. I'm, short I'm just an imitation of what you want, uh, what you really are. I think that's awesome. That's you know, that's there's nothing that better, Iron Man. There's nothing better. Than getting compliments from the people that you compete with. Oh, well, especially and that guy. I'm sure Wander Franco, once he plays two or three more weeks and people get to see him every day, our other players will let us know if he's good. This guy's. Well, I'm going to talk way, about the video today. By the way, is, is, is Tampa Bay, please show up to the game, man. Move the team to Vegas. Move that team to Vegas. Move the team to Vegas. But move it now. Move it to Vegas. Wait, wait. Ozzy was managing against the Tampa Rays in 2008. I weighed 45 pounds they less. The world I Series. had no kids. They were the World Series. This whole thing about, like, Tampa's been, like, they're, like, mystically good. No, they've been, they, good they've been a better time. franchise the last yeah. 20 years than the Yankees have. And, you know, somebody else, I just somebody said, else yes. on said this the other day. Someone was making fun that the, the Pirates played the Sox, and someone said, the Pirates have had, listen to this, before we jump into our next topic. It says, don't make fun of the Pirates. The Pirates have had more winning seasons in the last decade than the Sox, and they've made more playoff appearances. Uh, I forgot that the Pirates. They made five, five, five made, World Park games. They made the, the McCutcheons, yeah. the Russell Martins. With, Roy McClendon. And with, and, and, no, with uh, Clint Hurdle. Clint Hurdle. These guys, the Pirates weren't that bad that long ago. No, they traded they, Cole. They lost in the playoffs. But they so had Valley, yeah, yeah. They had a couple. So don't 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 make fun of the Pirates. They were they were good not that long ago. And they got in the wild card, and that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Like the White Sox would give. They celebrate last year's wild card win. Like you know, yeah. they were the no, best. Because I just told you, we forget very quickly. Very quickly, so, we forget. So again, don't be rushing on the Pirates. They're actually not. That should be pretty good. They just need pitching. Like every team in the big leagues needs bullpen pitching. That's where I think the biggest hole has been for them this season. But Let's talk about TSA checking gate. I don't even know what you want to call it. I was going to say TSA, the airport. The airport. That's what you do. Now when you come off the mound, you get checked TSA style. We've seen Sergio Romo drop his pants. That's embarrassing. We've seen Matt Scherzer go nuts about Joe Girardi, who I dearly respect. I was shocked, shocked that he went to Matt. Three times. Three times. You know what? Um, This is very – it's it's just frustrating to be able to because like I said we're in a week now that if you haven't been watching the Euro Cup 
fans are, are, are flying to the stadiums. And we should be talking about, you know, the Astros dominating right now. Ten in a row. Dominating. They are dominating. Ten in a row. We should be talking about other things in baseball. San Francisco Giants. Giants being a great story. The Cleveland Indians, I don't know how, surviving. San Diego Padres. The Padres swept. sweeping. Mm-hmm. And, we're ta- and now, it's like a, now it's like a thing. You're at the game now like, oh, they're going to check him. Is this umpire going to get him or is that umpire going to get him? I think it's a shame that these guys are getting checked like this. And I like Kershaw's idea about he said that if a, um, if a pitcher, if a, if a manager asks for a pitcher to get checked and they don't have anything, there should be a penalty. Say one of your replays gets taken away. Because you can't just check a guy. Yeah, well, because well, you're, well, 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 I think this is the problem. If an umpire checks you in the rule book, that's different than a manager saying, and I agree with Kershaw. People are like, what are you talking about? No, no. What he said was, if a manager, because George Arardi, Mad Max is going to get checked regardless. That, everyone's getting checked coming off the mound. So anyone that's cheating, you're either nuts or you're not cheating anymore. Or you hide it very or well. Or you hide it very well. Because, no, no, they're looking. They, they, no, not oh, funny. Yeah. You know, they're looking like this. Watch. I watch it. At least I saw game. I don't watch it. They look in your glove, and you look in the hat. They don't check can anything I, Can I be honest? Well, can I be honest? Check. It's like when they catch people. By, 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 by the way, it's like when you get, when they catch people in airports with drugs. Most of the times, they know that you're coming through already with them. Okay. I think when umpires catch people, is they have already yeah. an idea. They always look at, like, they're like, they know where you hide it. They've already had enough rumors. Umpires don't check of, like, like oh, the ball's coming in weird. They already know something's yeah. up, and they've been told, hey, check this guy before okay, the game. Let me tell you one thing. You know, the, the, the bad thing about this, run timing. I just saw Crochet give up four runs. Oh, and he got checked. And he got checked. And Bobby, okay, wait a minute. That's okay, wrong. wait a minute. How you react in that particular moment? You want to push? You want to punch? No, you push umpire. Oh, you yes, suspend, we, you we, we, okay, wait a minute. Suspended for sixty games. Attitude, I will with my attitude. I, give, I said, look, I give up five runs. I will push it. Then you get suspended. You be you might get banned by, by baseball. You know, all this stuff just because. Some idiot. Fire, they were checking. Idea. Angel Hernandez was checking a pitcher. It was pissing rain in Philadelphia. And, and they had timeout and they were checking him to see if he had something. I would have been like, no, timeout here. Make sure that he no, has no, it. The ball so, I don't get, so I don't get drilled. Yes. So listen, this is getting out of hand. Who checked who oh. check, who check, uh, Hernandez? He's so terrible and he's still in big like, No one checks him because he's Angel. But, but listen, oh, these here, are I'm things sorry. that uh, the fans also get to see this. That's because it's also bro. there. So it's like, I don't know what they're going to do, but I don't think it, it's... So much for speeding up, so much for speeding up the game. They say delinquent. 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 Yeah, like they're killing cocaine. So I feel bad, though, because there's a level of respect in this game, okay? I would feel very hard. So you would do the Alex Cora thing? No, no, Alex did. No, 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 Alex, Alex did that because of what he did. But I'm, I'm gonna be honest. He's saving his own butt. No, no, but I'm saying, no, no, no. I'm saying, if I'm the manager, I'm sitting there, and I think what they should have done, like say the Astros, I'm managing. I'm Dave Roberts, and they sit on 38 curveballs. I'm arguing with. I'm saying they're doing something, but I'm not just gonna check somebody because of the name on their back. Remember, you have to think about this. A guy like Scherzer. It was surprising that Joe did it because he's got clout. It's Max Scherzer. It's Max Scherzer. Like, I'm not going to go check the grum. Like, like I'm not going like, to be the guy who's going to be like, like, check him. And you're like, he doesn't have anything. I'm not going to check hey, Chapman. This you know what? I, I swear to God. Uh, you know what I mean? Every time I talk, it's like controversial stuff. I will drill something and say, 
Go check it. Well, I'm, by the way, that, but that's what guys are worried about now because okay. the hard because, no, no, because, because, because that's what Mad Max said. Real no, hard. No, no, Mad Max. Yeah. That, the best part was the next. Oh the my next God! Day. Come out, we no, don't have anything. Mad, Mad Max got checked by the arms, and he was fine the first check. He, he said he came up. He didn't mind. The third one, he was like, look at him. And then the next day, they were joking with Harper, who seemed not to be on the player side and on Girardi side. He hit a triple, and then they said, check his hair. We have a story though in the Guillen family with Ozzy being a skipper about checking stuff and the number one prospect in baseball. So a show all comes together in one story. Bryce Harper was a rookie. Well, I was excited to meet him and watch him play. But that night, the Marlins dugout, who tend to always complain about something, other than they were complaining. The Marlins players, they were down. They were like six six games out of first place. They were like complaining. Harper was basically putting on like a a hitting display at this point. And they kept complaining to Ozzy. The players, check his bat, check his bat, because Harper allegedly had too much pine tar. He always has a lot of pine tar. Ozzy, being a big league guy, tells the third base coach and says, hey, stupid idiot. let the kid, guy's name? Let the Bo kid. Porter. Uh, yeah, he only is in the big league because yeah, he's okay. just blowing. Yeah, yeah. so Bo Porter, instead of like saying it the right way, he said, hey, the Marlins want to check your bat. No, he didn't tell the he manager. Didn't, he didn't tell the manager. No. He told the kid. Yeah. The, right the manager kid. was Matt Williams? Yeah. So, no, the manager was uh, the old man. Riddleman. No, I want to beat the shit up. No, not not Frank Robinson. Oh, that stupid second baseman. Uh, if he second baseman in managing uh, the Mets, New York Mets. Willie Randolph? No, I didn't manage Willie Mets, second baseman for the for a long time for Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Rizzo. Let's keep going. Okay, so the manager I, for the. Well, so I mean, somebody somebody Google the manager to 2012 for the Washington Nationals. I'm not going to do it now because I'm going to lose my train of thought. Johnson. So, Johnson. So, Excuse me? He grabs... Lefty? No, so, Johnson. So he grabs the bat. Okay. okay. David Johnson. David Johnson. So hey. instead of telling the manager, Bull Porter, genius Bull Porter, no, goes I, in I and tells and tells Bryce himself. Again, Bryce is a very passionate guy. I don't even know what he told him, but Bryce, I got to give it to him, though. This is Ozzie the 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 cojones on a young Bryce Harper was awesome. He stepped in the box, stepped out, and showed the bat to the Marlins dugout. Like, is this clean enough? And then Ozzy just snapped because it's a rookie doing that unwritten rules of baseball. Nobody got thrown at. But then I went after him. He went after him. Rizzo, the, the front office of the Nationals, talked to Harper after the game. And the players, uh, and LaRoche. LaRoche talked to him after no, the game. And uh, Mike Morris. Mike and Mike Morris. Morris. And they said, hey, you need to, you need to, he, this guy's not trying to show you up. And he, and he wrote and the, he, and he, and he, and he sent, I think Bryce, Signed the bat, the bat that he had, the, the bat, bat that he used, and he gave it to my, he gave, he gave it, it to Ozzy. We have the bat, and the bat basically says something funny. I'm not gonna say a lot of bad words on it, but Bryce basically dedicated the bat, saying, "Hey, thank you for my first big league bat check." Blah, blah, Bryce Harper. But it was a moment again, the unwritten rules. But it was a moment where the manager was pressured by the players because Ozzy, he he doesn't believe in that whole pine tar rule. No, right? he doesn't, he doesn't, I, doesn't I, I use a pine tar myself, and I don't think all the years that I was in the Sox clubhouse and watching the games. That team. He really wasn't a big check guy, but I'm saying wasn't a big. But, but I'm guy. saying like he, he, it's funny because I have a, I have a, I'll give you I'll give you a really quick story. Another one. We had another one of my favorite managers. I wasn't allowed. So when I worked in the clubhouse, I was allowed to go to the visiting teams thing, and I would say hi to players. I'd bring them stuff. I'd walk in, walk out, no big deal, and I'd leave. Obviously, I was there for meetings or anything. Buck Showalter said, "I don't want any of these kids in the clubhouse." You can't come in. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Are you tampering with Wait, the stuff? Wait, he would check. He brought a wire check, and he would check his office for for wires. Oh, okay, yeah. So he I thought Buck was with the Rangers. He thought that they were thought, seeing, they were seeing signs that he, they were bugging. That they were bugging. He, he thought that the Sox were like bugging the, the 
the office. Yeah. Because I never remember they had like a whole picture. Yeah, house so and like, and and I'm the like, funny thing. I didn't read my own call report. You kind of care about you, call report. That's a weird thing. People those think, are the little things that happen. It's that's, what, that's, that, that's what happens when you have. Uh, yeah. Family, I remember family, before like, we jump into the next topic, I remember Buck Showalter was complaining about how the lineup was written. Yeah. With Joey Cora. And that's when Joey decided to write, he would write the guy's name and he would picture, put, 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 put a picture on. Yeah. Put a picture of each guy on the and, side. Then it got crazy. Then it got like email. Then yeah. And then he wrote the email to the guy. I'm like, cause Buck complained about like, oh, this lineup needs to be you know, more, complete, more, more thorough. More thorough. More thorough. Joey does the email. He does a picture. So between Buck but that's and, and Ozzy so, Sal, so, there's a lot of so, so the best thing, because they got around the league, because he had also complained to Guardy about the about the lineup. I, I got to find one of those lineup cards. The lineup cards exchanged between Minnesota Twins and the White Sox of that time and the Jim Leading ones got so good because they started putting, like, the coaching staff, like, little, like, uh, no, like minor league baseball cards. So it'd be like a, a, a like a, like a Jim Leland, like, like when he was like 10. <laughs> and it was like, how can I find the most? And you can see the umpires grabbing and be like, what is this? Like, well, come on. And it was just a funny thing, but it all started because my, one of my favorite managers, Buck, thought that, you know, he was a little, he was, he was a little panicky. Everything had to be, perfect. everything had to be by the book. Everything had to be perfect. This is the guy that once, remember in spring training, he took out like seven pitchers with like, it, like in the eighth and ninth inning, he took out seven guys. He was trying to find match. Again, but again, that's the game of the ship. I feel bad though. And I was surprised that George already went after Mad Max that much. Get used to it. It's going to happen until Manfred changes. Somebody's going to, but wait, I'm going to say this. Somebody's going to get killed. How about Clark? Well, yeah. Oh, well, Tony, mean, oh, he's Tony Clark. What's wrong with Tony you? Clark, right? Tony Clark is irrelevant. He should be fired. He yeah. should be. He, well, Tony, maybe he will. I don't know, by the way. I don't like call people who fire because I get fired a lot and I hate when people say they just should He's not doing a very good job. Yeah, come on. By the way, man. so here's the thing. You break up. Allegedly, we had to be fat, speed up the game. No, but they're telling guys you can't step in the box. You can't do it. But now you stop every pitcher for TSA check. I don't care what you say. That's stopping the make making the game. Don't longer. drop your pants. Don't, I like to say it was Why not? Why Mario not? Romo said, "Check Mario Romo took off his belt, <laughs> and he said, but, but again, yeah, chaser too. He went down but, like, because yeah. pitchers now though. And I heard there's tension. I'm not going to say what team I heard it from. It's not any team in the Chicago side. That a lot of pitchers and pitchers and and uh, pitchers and hitters are going back and forth. Like, well, this is happening because of you guys. This is happening because of us. And not a good time to split up no. between players, position players, and pitchers. And pitchers. The union's coming up. Guys, they're smarter than you guys on paper. The collective bargaining, just write it out, do your thing, and fight. Don't let don't let anyone change your rules in the middle of the season. You got players getting hurt. I don't, I don't think this is the end of it. I think people are going to get more t- uh, testy. Uh, you do not want to be the guy that's getting drilled. If I was in the eight, if I was on the Phillies, i say, Girardi, if I get drilled because of, this. because of Mad Max and you freaking checking on him again, me and you are going to have problems. You might beat me up. Because by the way, oh, and now before this, we jump into that thing, Girardi going after Mad Max, best thing, there, best thing ever, very embarrassing, embarrassing. Very yet, embarrassing. Same, I, and by the way, Girardi. By the way, I would love to see I UFC. fight fight that I would like to see between two managers, and I Matini, think they're both in the, Joe Girardi. No, my thing with is broken up by Girardi. I like. I don't know about that. Dave Martinez. I think, I think Dave Martinez. Dave Martinez also said. Ah. Dave Martinez. No, Dave Martinez. This is a part that was scary about Dave, the pitching coach. Was talking Hickey. Hickey was talking to Girardi, saying, "Oh, you, you know, you're always doing the talking." Dave Martinez is doing something very dangerous: the no talk, the stare down. I know Dave very well. He said one time many years ago, "If I was ever in the trenches and I needed a guy to fight with in a team fight, I go Dave Martinez." 
I know Girardi's resume. Those two guys, it would be way more hey. interesting. It would be way cooler than Tony Russo. I, I know that Girardi, he said, let him go. Let him go. Oh, no, no, no. Mad Max will never let, pitch let again. Him, no. He goes, just Mad Max, go. by the way. By the way, you know what? I go out to just make sure Girardi gets suspended. Suspended. Yeah, for a couple games. Mad Max, he got crazy eyes. He throw a nasty pitch. You do not want to pick that fight with Joe. I, I Your manager I, might have a chance. I think Joe gets it. I think Joe might. But, you know, Joe's fight against one, one player. Throw a punch at one player. Oh, he's not suspended for a long time. By the way, they're trying to suspend you for being the first guy in the fight and Dusty. Yeah. That's awesome. So, we'll we'll keep checking TSA. We'll keep checking what's happening. We'll keep checking everything that's going on. But, uh, again, uh, it was horrible. They called him con artists and and from there. So, back to where we want to be at. I got to look at my next uh, topic. Our next segment is real quick. Here in the north side of Chicago, there was a ball. You know what? People forget how many outs there are all the time. All the time. All the time. So the fact that Javier Baez forgot, I'm like, people are like, oh, my God. It happens all the time. David Ross took him out of the game. I think he takes him out of the game because when once Javi realized, like, I'm a dead fish, like, I, I, there's no reason to go back, he didn't try it. You know? So Javi, 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 no, Javi did not. Javi Javied, and he said, I'm not going to eye wash I'm this. not going to just, you know, eye wash and bust it all the way back. David Ross comes to the dugout. He talks to him, hey, you're out of the game. Javi does his shot. like, eh, okay. If you watch Javi Baez play, he plays super hard. This is the one that. And he's excited to play. I think David Ross does that more for the t- I think, team. Well, I love no, for the respect. So who do you do that for? So I'm saying, though, so you've had guys not run. And he, sometimes it's happened with guys that play really hard. He did it for, he did it to Alex. How do you He did it to Alex Reels twice in Colorado. I remember that. That was very obvious. But it wasn't. He just didn't run, and Rios was just out of the game. I think Rios was upset about it, but he knew he messed up, so you wear it on the chin. It's hard to do it to guys that you like, I'm I'm sure, and it's hard to do it to guys that play the game hard. I think for real, real was my best friend in the team. Right, oh, yeah. but you do it before he talks. You do it for your team and say, hey, look what I'm doing. The most famous one, of course, Billy Martin and Reggie Jackson. Andrew Jones. Billy Martin and Reggie Jackson. Reggie comes to the dugout, Billy said, and Billy wanted to go after him. He said, you let that ball drop. You're not playing to win the game. You're not playing hard enough. Reggie didn't like it. Andrew Jones, you were in the outfield. You were in shortstop against the Cubs. A ball dropped in front of the best center fielder of all time defensively. Bobby thought he could have gotten it, that Andrew was but what, what did you talk about? Because I want him to break down that play because no, everyone, th- everyone thinks it was because the ball dropped. No. And his Andrew ran through a stop Andrew, sign. Andrew ran to two stop signs. Did he get thrown out? The, the first one, he run through it, safe. The next one to talk, stop it, out. he was out. It's too out. He just stopped. He keep going. Then that right after the ball, Andrew never going to catch that ball. I know he's Andrew could have catch. He will catch that with his mouth. And I'm pretty sure he's still the ball right there. I think Andrew's break back in the ball for a long time. Take him out. And Andrew cursed around me. Went to this can time. we can we replay what he said? He said something along the lines like, "Is this old that bastard? Is, is, is. I'll say bastard." Really gonna take me out really in the middle out. of the game. By the way, and what did you say? Like, I think he's pointing at you. No, no, I said like he talks into me like what? I said, hey, just sit down and just be quiet and that's it. Find out what it is. He went by, sit down after the game. They go both to the you and him. Yeah, make sure Andrew understand why they this and they said, you know what? It's because you. I, did, I don't take you out because that you ran through. I think you're going to two side and people was watching and then all the song people thought you can catch the ball. You did it and bye bye. You're not the third base coach. And but, but, I, I hope you are the best player I'm I ever managing. 
You are the best player. You have to be the best player ever wearing that uniform. And that's the reason I take you out. You got to learn from this. So he didn't, so he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't snicker it. He didn't go to the public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's so Bobby did the Bobby did it Bobby's way. But let's be honest. He could have taken them out after the inning. He didn't have to wait till he was on but the But he wanted to prove a point. He, he wanted, wanted to prove a point. I respect that. David Ross did the same thing. But I respect what Javi did, though. Because that's a team. And Javi knows baseball. Javi went like, okay. Javi said, okay, the no boss. argument, no the boss. And then the, right away when they interviewed him, that's what people understand about maturity of a player. Okay? He said right away, not three days later, not through a tweet, not through social media, not through cryptic messages. He said, you know what? And Javi might not be happy because Javi's like, I want to play. Everyone wants to play. Javi said, you know what? He's the boss. He's my he manager. Says. I do what he says. Do I know what I did wrong? Yes and no because I, I, I forgot how many outs there were. Guys, it happens. Oh, a lot. But, but I can tell you for a fact that at least in this side in town, I know who's boss there. The players are not second-guessing. I bet you what? I bet you if nobody runs for Big T-Bone, they're going to get him. By the way, I see that. Tony's waiting for someone not to run. I see see that against Renteria like seven times, and next day he was in lineup. By the way, that happened to me. How about this? Minnesota tweet, my first year in the big league. We're playing very bad. You know, we started getting bad, bad, bad. In the end, I'll get a base season. We won out. And in the ninth inning, Fly ball to, to to right field. I don't have my head down like I go to you know what I mean. I make sure look at my hustle, look at my fake hustle. I get to third base and Jim Lee looks like this. I look up. What are you doing? Oh wow! Oh, it's one out. Game's over. Oh. And Tony will say we finished the game the way we start. Like crap. very bad. Basically <laughs> to you, Ozzy. Listen, I'm gonna be honest with you before we jump in our next and last topic. Managers do this to send a message. To the rest of the players. To the rest of the players. And it also sends a message to the fan base saying, like, hey, I'm the one that's in charge. And it, it happened to us in men's baseball. I'm the my one nephew charged. popped up the ball in the infield. Yes. yes. His dad was coaching third base. And it's funny because the ball dropped. he's a young kid. And I'm like, I'm glad you did it now, not in college. Because in college, you'd be running and might not be playing. You learn when you're in the big league level, especially when you're in a winning team. And that's what I think David Ross, if you're, if you're 30 games out of first you don't place, care. you don't care. People, David Ross does not care what, what Theo Epstein did. He doesn't care what Joe Madden did. He knows that he's the boss now, and I love the fact that they respect him. Like, you know what, though? If he doesn't do that, I'm Wilson, him. Wilson Contreras, Rizzo go, yeah, oh, look, he's not going to take him out. But right. if it was me, he'd take yeah, him that's, out. So that's, that's why that you have problems. to. That creates problems. Rizzo's, uh, uh, Ross is protecting his and that's, team. And that's the issue. So, and that's the issue with Atlanta. Good job, David. If Snicker, if Snicker was Snicker. You do that to Swanson. To everybody, he would have done it to Swanson. Exactly. He'd do it to Freeman. I'd go no, but so wait, no double standards. No double standards. Ozzy used to, players would stand there and wait for Ozzy. The biggest rip I've ever seen in Ozzy's career. And, and before we go, it's his wife, Jamie Burley. And today's actually, uh, this week was the anniversary of, uh, Mark's, uh, number being retired. But Jimmy Burley put a, a picture of Ozzy hugging uh, Mark's uh, daughter and saying, the side of Ozzy no one knows. Ozzy Gein is no secret, very close to Mark Burley, very close to Mark Burley's family. Immediate family, extended family, they were very close. Ozzy, managed, Ozzy did not manage any team in the big leagues without Mark Burley being his player. That's how close he was. That's crazy. That's crazy. Everybody knows that, including the players. Ozzy tells you, oh, I don't have favorite players. I don't have this. BS. He loved Mark. Mark, everyone thought he got special privilege, but he didn't because Mark himself would test Ozzy out. Ozzy had a rule, no sports during rain delays, unless it was baseball. Players were like, all the TVs were off. They were getting beat. 
They said, Mark, we dare you to turn on the TVs. Let's see how Ozzy reacts. Mark says, I'm doing it. Mark turns on the TVs. Ozzy comes out. What the F? Who turned on the TVs? Mark says, I did. Expecting Ozzy to say, okay, Mark, you're the horse of the team. You can do whatever. Uh, opposite. Mark got destroyed in front of the team. His manhood taken away. Obviously, Mark thought it was hilarious because they're like, I told you guys, this guy's nuts. He's going to treat me like everybody else. After the fight, when Ozzy was like fuming, they went into office and said, hey, we knew what we were doing. We just wanted to see how you were going to react and see if you were see if you were going to go to Mark. Best way to lead, no secret, go after the biggest fish, the little fish will follow. Indeed, and that's when yes. you know, and that's when you know that you're a team, and that you're worried about with the Cubs. I know one thing's for sure. Right now, the the name in the front of the jersey, if it's Wrigley or the Cubs, it's actually the best thing. Which jumps into the next topic perfectly. Biggest rivals right now. Right now, we're about to hit July. Okay, June, July, which means the All Star break. It means one thing: rivalries start getting hotter. Uh, this past week, we had the San Diego Padres sweep the mighty Dodgers, even though it doesn't really matter because the Giants are in first place. But the rivalries are out there. In your opinion, boys. What is the biggest rivalry? Again, I always say that division rivalries are usually bigger than city rivalries. But then when you have city rivalries, I do believe that the biggest one, in my opinion, with all due respect to New York, the Cubs Sox, especially this season, the whole bleacher thing, the stake keeps getting bigger. I said, I heard the last one was uh, $100,000 in money, how much beer they had spent and and put it in the cup. I I think it's going to be a crazy crosstown rivalry this year. It could be the biggest one we've had since the – Zambrano fight. I agree. And, and that's, what, 10 years maybe? And New York, I mean, the I, same. Both teams no, in New York are I mean, actually in the same level. Yeah, I think I think the Padres and the, and, the, and the Dodgers are a good rivalry. But I don't think – I think once we get this Sox-Cubs rivalry on the way not that long ago, both teams are probably going to be – But they the don't – I like the rivalries that you don't play a lot. So, right. The, because, so the Dodgers-Padres, there's, a, there's 14 because, games, because 16 games. It gets watered down. These guys will go at each other's throats for the next six games, and they will say, you know, we have the bragging rights for the season, and it's going to be great if both teams are doing well, which they should be doing quite well. I mean, they don't you don't expect them to drop off so bad. So it's going to be very, very exciting. I'm going to go – obviously, we're, we're in Chicago, so I'm going to sit with the hometown with the hometown guys. Sox-Cubs is the biggest rivalry. I think the Sox-Cubs, when, when the two especially teams are this good, year, especially this you know year. Why? Tony Russo's managing? So, so Cubs-Sox, Cubs, I think it's the biggest one because New, York, New, York's, New York's rivalry is very classy. A lot of respect, even though they went to yeah, World Series. Like that's not like something, But it's a lot of respect. One of the most hostile places, and I will repeat this to both Cubs and White Sox fans, do not be wearing jerseys in other people's stadiums. I'm going to tell you this. Don't bring your kids to the game. Yeah, between, between the left field pole and the right field pole. On either side of town. On either side of town. Unless you're prepared to fight, and I'm sure it will happen. Uh, keep your mouth shut. Keep your neutral colors. But it's not going to happen. Oh, by the way. Ridley Field bleachers is heck. And I know two guys that are pumped for this series. I'm going to give you guys an offense. I'm going to give you guys a defense. On the Cubs, I know Contreras would love to take the White Sox deep. I know T.A. And I know T.A. would love to take the other side deep. I know that Lance Lynn cannot wait to get on the mound and shout and do whatever. Those guys know the big the, – they know big what big moments. Kimber cannot wait to close yeah. and, and do his thing. Liam Henn. So those are the moments that I think that make rivalries. Awesome. That'd be it's awesome. going to be a That'd great awesome. series. It is awesome. that you, Your job already said you cannot take off. Yeah, you you cannot the take off during the Cubs Sox series. They, they don't care about any it's, other it's game. My wife's birthday. And they said, nope. have, uh, softball said every yeah, softball game. Yeah, he can't go to the Curtis Ganderson softball game. Be, it's going to be really good. And on that note, and my guarantee for the for the week, I know that 
Um, we were a little shocked there with the Pirates beating um, Cleveland. Uh, the Pirates beat Cleveland, and they took a game from the Sox. Yes. So we got should have taken. They should have taken two. Yeah, we got We don't. We got We underestimate those Pirates. But my game guarantee for this week is I got the Peekaboo Indians uh, beating the Minnesota Twins two out of three. They face each other, and I feel like guaranteed rate will be rocking. It should be rocking. First time back, and they're playing the Mariners. I, I'm, I'm sensing, I'm sensing two out of three as well for them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, take I'm gonna the go. The, I, you can take the size. I'm gonna go the opposite. I think that this is gonna be rocking. If, Spoiler: If the, the Mariners, if the Mariners come into town, oh, they're not a bad team. That's what I'm saying. I mean, they're not. But, uh, they're, awful. Eight, they're eight and three in their last yeah, eleven games. Awful. If they come in and they spoil, if they spoil the White Sox at home with a sold out crowd and the and the and the Cleveland Ramirez's. Well, yeah, tie first and, place and oh Sox boy, Park better have. I'm not gonna say forty. They better have thirty five thousand for the rest of the year. For the, for it's a weekend. No, no, if they're gonna sell out Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's a weekend. So it, it better be sold out. And for the rest of the year, how about twenty five to twenty eight thousand every night? Sox fans make an effort. Tuesday night, Wednesday night, because they got some games you know coming why, up here. You know they why, got the Orioles coming in the town. Yeah, you know why they don't go to the Ooh. game? Why? Because they want to see, they, they want to hear my pre and post yeah, game show. Yeah, the pre and post game show wasn't that great. <laughs> you can pre and post game show. You can watch it on your phone. It's still I mean, counts on the radio. stuff, man. Red Sox are in first place. I don't know how they go back to third. They jump back to first. It's going to be a battle. Red Sox, Yankees are creeping back up. Tampa's right there. Franco's coming up. A lot of great series. NL Central is really packed too with the Cubs and the Brewers. You see, how much excitement is when you talk about baseball right now, and it's we great. worry about checking. Checking. Yeah. I'm guaranteed every pitcher is going to get checked on the way walking out of the mound. We're not going to catch anyone because yeah. players are smarter than that. Don't, Who says that? Don't try to be But again, guaranteed, I'm going to take all three days: Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's going to hit one of the days. I'm going to play a three game. I'm going to play a three player parlay. I'm going to play Wander to go deep. To go deep with Ramirez. Oh, Jose's taking somebody in Minnesota. So, so Minnesota. So I'm taking Wander Ramirez, and I'm thinking Vlad Jr. Taking those three guys to keep taking somebody deep. I'm not going to take Acuna because his back's tight. Even though, like, if you want to get crazy, you can go four players. And, and during this weekend, at least Friday, Saturday, Sunday, there's not going to be that combination. Three, you get crazy, you can do four. But that three, Wander uh, Ramirez. You can go Vladdy or Acuna at the end. Take, take those players. By the way, oh, timeout. Don't, hey, don't go on Grandal. Grandal's a player that historically, when he starts swinging it, it's hot. he gets hot. His swings have been better. He'll take somebody deep in that Seattle series. I'm not, when, he, when Grandal hits it, it's going double or deep. He doesn't do it very often, but he's, yeah. he, he, will, he will have that pop. Make sure you guys check out the LaVita baseball page and check out the B&D page. Uh, we'll be back next week, like every Friday. Yeah, for sure. Um, have a great one. Who only does a little heart. Ozzy, nice suit again. See you guys next Friday. Hope I you might, guys enjoy. I might it. make this my dress code for the show. <laughs> <laughs>